0: Welcome to the Voices in Union podcast with Reggie Jackson and Maria Hamilton. Morning, Maria. How are you doing today?
1: I'm great, Reggie. How are you this morning?
0: Uh, I'm doing well. You know, we have a lot to, uh, to share with the audience today. You know, it's so much stuff going on. It's you know, this this could easily be three hours worth of talking today. So much stuff going on. So I'll, I'll let you kind of share your thoughts that you were sharing just a moment ago. Oh boy, um,
1: yeah, uh, it's it's a lot to swallow. Um, I actually got some alerts earlier about police shootings, so I'm just pretty much trying to wrap my head about, wrap my head around uh, these days that we're living in. And uh, I want to applaud the youth and the teenagers and the millennia that have took the forefront to actually, uh, convey what they've been holding and suppressing in. I mean, you were actually talking about them, uh, on the last week. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they have been very visible in showing their pain and, uh, not really accepting the narrative of um, what's wrong with the system. So I want to applaud them. Uh, Me, myself, this morning, um, I'm hurting. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. I'm mad. I want to do something to encourage the people our age to support these children. Yeah, just like with the police department, there are bad people who want to see these kids be blamed for doing something wrong. Um, And I just want to keep encouraging them do the right thing and, and work for the right and positive
0: result. Yeah, you know, I, I feel the same way. Uh, I, I've been actually feeling pretty good based on some of the things I saw yesterday mm-hmm. in terms of these protests spreading around the world. I saw huge groups in London and Amsterdam. Yes. Uh, you know, in so many different places uh, joining protests. And then, of course, I wake up this morning and see that four police officers in St. Louis were shot, right. uh, one in Las Vegas was shot, and, you know, that'll be part of the narrative today. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a very complicated situation with killings right now. Right. And, you know, a part of me uh, wants to continue to talk about, you know, keeping the focus on why these things are happening, on police brutality. And, and to me, Some of the stuff I saw yesterday, in terms of some of the videos, police just beating the crap out of people, just adds to the fuel for me because you know the protests are about police brutality ending, and instead of the police de-escalating, I've seen so many instances that I'm just just beating people that are just standing there, uh, including you know the the officers in Washington D.C. when when Trump wanted to go over to the church to hold up a Bible and make it look like he was doing something special and had those, those you know, military police just literally knocking down people, beating people up, you know, tear gassing people. And it's, it's really ridiculous that we're dealing with an issue of police brutality and the police continue to brutalize people like they don't get it. They don't understand what the protests are about. Right. And I
1: think for me, with him trying to deploy the military into these communities, uh, <clears throat> it says that he don't care about the people in the military. Um, I, I've spoke with some people in different branches of the military um, over the last week and they have kids and wives involved in these protests and mm-hmm. you're telling them, you're commanding them to shoot protesters. And they have family members mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. marching for what's right. and. Um, I just applaud them for their restraint. I I applaud them for trying to get the people who are doing the wrong thing uh, advising them to leave and to stop weeping habit on their communities because you're going home. Mm -hmm. I'm just grateful that we can come together as a community, in spite of what they say we are. We show them that we are better than what you see. Mm -hmm. Um, And yes, there are some families out there inciting uh, riots and burning up things, but You hear and see us now. We're not invisible anymore. And this revolution and these marches are televised. They wasn't televised before, but they are televised. And they're not going anywhere until people that we pay do something, change it. You. you know, we, we've had hundreds and thousands of community meetings where we sit in chairs across the table from the police, across the table from our leaders, and we're here. Mm-hmm. So nothing was done. They're doing something now. Mm -hmm. And hopefully they can take what they're actually doing and do something strategic to allow our mayor, our city government, our county government, get out there behind and do something for the communities. Because what the mayor and the chief and the sheriff and everybody have displayed and they're stuff for what's going on in the city right now is we want things to stay the same. Yeah. We just want y'all to protest. We ain't got to do that. We ain't got to support you. Just do this and go back in the house.
0: Yeah, you know that Everybody wants to get back to the status quo as soon as possible without addressing the reality of why the protests are happening. Right. You know, when I heard yesterday that, that we had people out in North Dakota that were protesting, out in Salt Lake City protesting, that some Amish people were protesting, that told me that this is way bigger than our community. Absolutely. You know, there are so many people in so many different spaces. When you got people in other countries, that are protesting and, and, and saying George Floyd's name, that should be sending a clear message to our leaders that listen, y'all need to just stop talking and start listening for a change. Uh, because ultimately, and I, I've written about this, Maria, and I, I firmly believe it's gonna happen because it always happens, is that we have same conversations after these protests. Mm-hmm. Same conversations, we hear the lip service about, we're gonna change this, we're gonna change that. You know, we're going to train the police. The police don't need to be trained. No, police no. we'll get more training than anybody on the planet. Yeah. It's not a training issue. It's a fundamental flaw in the way that we police that policing is violent on purpose. Yeah. It's been violent on purpose for years. And we ignore that instead of us having so called peace officers. We have people that that join the police department. Some of them intentionally so they can brutalize people. I've seen too many videos over the years of police brutalizing people, and even over the last week, uh, I saw a young woman who was being beaten in the face by a police officer. Yes, in the face. Yes, I saw a nine-year-old girl getting getting uh hit with with uh you know tear gas and pepper spray. Uh-huh. I saw a young kid standing in front of a police officer with a mask on, the officer pulled his mask down and sprayed him with pepper spray. Mm. These are the types of things that these people who run these police departments need to really buckle up and say, listen, there's something wrong with the way we do our jobs. And until that conversation happens, Maria, nothing's going to change. We can talk about giving them training for cultural sensitivity and and implicit bias and de-escalation. You can't you can't give police officers de-escalation training if it's not part of their standard operating procedures to de-escalate. You. <laughs> you know, it's it's just too many flaws with the way we police. We're so accustomed to policing that way. You're seeing it come out in, in the videos of these protests when you see New York City police officers literally running over people in their vehicles on purpose. Yes. And then one of the other things is that's, that's, that's been hidden and that's really been bothering me quite a bit ha- has been the fact that we're saying violent protests. Listen, when somebody is looting a store, that's not violent. Right. When somebody is setting a building on fire, that's not violent. Right. Don't, don't, don't tell me that somebody's stealing some jewelry out of a store or stealing some weed out of a beauty supply store is violent. That's not violent. I right. do not equate that and because when we, you know, look at what's been happening, in Milwaukee with the protests. People went all over the city walking. People had a Walker show protesting yesterday. And these are protests. And then stuff happens at night when the sun goes down. And they want to equate what happens when the sun goes down with those protests right. that ended hours earlier. Yes. And After- it really just makes me very angry when they do that because they know one thing has nothing to do with the other that there are always going to be people who are going to take advantage of the situation and do those things that they shouldn't be doing. That just comes with the territory. That's that's the way America is. Right.
1: And it has been that way.
0: Um,
1: I, I think my biggest problem with all of this is it's still happening. Um, a police officer Man, because they said that they have been looking for this man for domestic violence. We end up getting the pictures at two o'clock this morning. They just have shot his whole back window out stating that he pulled the wife on him. now. How if you're chasing somebody and he's driving a car. How can you see him pull a rifle on you when all your gunfire is from the back of his car?
0: hmm hmm Wow.
1: So what is it that we're going to continue to police this way because we have laws that to the the impunity, and these people are eventually going to stop marching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But well, you we know, can still do this in the presence of people pleading with you all to stop the behavior.
0: Right. And you know, I, I think one of the things that's impacting the protests continuing and even spreading is the fact that the other three police officers in in this case have not been held accountable at all. Right. We we know that there were four police officers there. Why you need four police officers to somebody writing or or having an accountant for a $20 bill, first of all, makes no sense whatsoever. The fact that you don't just go and give that man a ticket and, and, and keep on moving like you should, the fact that they put this man in a police car and then drag him out of the police car and put him on the ground and eventually kill him, you know, these are things that are, are, are disturbing people. And I, I think, you know, and I haven't watched the video. I, I refuse to watch this video. I, I've seen too many black people getting killed by police on tape. I don't want to see another one. I've read about, you know, the video. I've talked to numerous people about it. And I think the thing that's different in this case versus some of the other ones is the man saying, I can't breathe. It's like Eric Garner. Mm-hmm. The man calling for his deceased mother yes. really touched people in an emotional way. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people making comments, you know, elected officials and you know athletes and celebrities and stuff. But, you know, what I'm beginning to see is the same old pattern. Like, yep. oh, we we could just come together and everything will be all right. And it doesn't work that way in the real world. It does. And
1: you don't actually see real change. Unless damage is done.
0: Right, right.
1: And we're not going to see it until we are united and let their money flow off. I think um, they really wasn't expecting for the different cultures, in spite of grievances, to come together and be on one floor. And now that that has happened, you all are showing more of a a type of attitude because people have. We're looking at you and saying that we choose not to be the mm-hmm. We choose to stay in this fight with our allies and with our Black Americans and our Asian American and Latino Americans and, and fight is fight to the end. And they're mad. Uh, I, I actually got a text today that I praised Oprah last week about giving fundings to the youth. When the hell is Oprah now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She hasn't heard from it. she hasn't seen a video, she hasn't been on Zoom, mm-hmm. she hasn't gave encouragement, I thought you were um, a motivational speaker mm-hmm. for Americans, mm-hmm. and your followers are in the streets mm-hmm. 9 to 10 hours a day and you have nothing encouraged me to say. So all money ain't good money. (laughs) Regardless if you're a celebrity, (laughs) all money ain't good money. So I take myself to the public, to you. Uh, I take myself on that.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I, I always, this is just kind of my perspective. I don't give a whole lot of weight to, to these people that are celebrities when it comes to stuff like this. I can't take them all that seriously mm-hmm. uh, unless there is real, you know, to me, a real attachment to the issues they're talking about. You know, so, for instance, uh, the basketball player, uh, Tabo Sepulosa, yeah. I will listen to what he has to say mm-hmm. because the police in New York beat the crap out of him and broke his leg. Absolutely, a legitimate voice. Stephen Jackson was best friends with Greg Floyd. I'll listen to him. He Absolutely. has legitimate, you know, uh, reason to be speaking. But a lot of these other people, I don't want to hear what they have to say because they're they're saying the same, you know, nonsense that we hear. And you know, I I read something that someone wrote yesterday, which I thought was brilliant. And they said that the police are acting like counter protesters. <laughs> You know, uh-huh. and that's exactly what I've been seeing. Uh-huh. You know, the police are supposed to be there. They should be calm. They should not be inciting anything. And when I just watch a group of police officers just bum rush people like they're playing uh-huh. football and they're taking off from the line of scrimmage and rushing into a crowd of people that have no idea they're about to be bum rushed. And they're hitting people with batons and smashing people in the face with riot shields. Um, that tells me that the police are there for a different purpose and what they're supposed to be there for. And we need to call that out. And I applaud those police officers around the country that have had the courage to speak to people, that have taken a knee with people, that have, you know, joined the protests. I applaud them. And we need to see a whole lot more of that because I know just from conversations I've had, most police officers that I know, they tell me that, listen, they understand perfectly about the protests. They're okay with it. You know, they're not okay with people, you know, looting and stuff like that. But the protests they think are legitimate. Right and anybody who has any sensibility about what's been happening over the years understands that you, you you should not be complaining about peaceful protests. That's what you want people to do. This right. is what America stands for, supposedly, right? The right. ability to peacefully protest and express yourself. But when we have a president who basically says that the governor's a weak and mm-hmm. that he's going to call in the U.S. military and use some law from eighteen, the early 1800s. As, like, dude, when you got to reach back over two hundred years to find a law to justify you doing something, then you know right. something is wrong with it. Right.
1: And, and I, I, I applaud the sheriffs and the police across the nation that are taking the knee, but I would have rather for them. In the presence of wrongdoing, police officers step up and say, "This is a lie. It didn't happen that way."
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you know, we need to see that for sure.
1: I, I'm like this. I've seen you, but I have never seen you before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't see you when there's a mother and a father and a family crying about uh, we want to give you our condolences because it was a slip of the finger or we thought he had a gun mm-hmm. or we apologized just the wrong house hmm hmm were you when th- when these things happen when these families need support when their loved ones are dead and all y'all say is it was an accident mm-hmm. wrong address yep yep yeah. so i see them i've been seeing them for the last 3 days on their knees my thing is get your ass up and defend the community
0: maria i i, I couldn't agree with you more i mean i, I feel that everything you're saying
1: Now, if you really want to do something, put your job on the line. Sacrifice for the same community that you're kneeling for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because right now, that apple that killed him, the other apples that was in that bag, work at the same police station with these people kneeling. Mm -hmm. The whole bag is rotten.
0: yeah you know i'm 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 very bothered when people try to say it's a few bad apples because I firmly believe it's it's not bad apples it, it, it's it's the way that we police is the problem it's
1: yeah.
0: the police uh, by their nature by the way they do their business you know when you when you watch these videos and you see them in military gear mhm you, you you got i can't tell the difference between you and and special forces units That's- Y'all should not be dressed like that. I mean, yes. it's ridiculous that we've we allowed our, our, you know, police departments across the country to be militarized because what that does, it creates a military mindset within the police. Yes. We know the military, we know that when we send the military someplace, they're sent someplace to be very violent with somebody for some reason, right? right? Yes. The police are not supposed to be Implicitly biased and going out and and intentionally inflicting uh, violence on people, but many people become police officers so that they can do just that, so that they can brutalize people. I've had incidents myself with police. Mm -hmm. I've had family members that have had incidents with police. Obviously, we know what you've been through. And Mm -hmm. listen, we cannot idly sit by and just excuse this behavior. And like you said, Step up to the plate and don't don't lie because we're tired of the police lying about it. these police officers that killed George Floyd lied in their police report. We already know that. Mm -hmm. And I'm tired of people not calling out the police when they lie. And I said this and I'll say it till the day I die, that until we begin to treat police officers who commit crimes the -hmm. way we treat civilians who commit crimes the same way, then you'll never fix any of these problems. Yeah. Because when we make excuses, if I was to shoot somebody in front of my house today, Maria, I would be in handcuffs and in the Milwaukee County Jail immediately today. We well, may right. not have to do a thorough nope. investigation before nope. they decide to arrest me and put nope. me behind bars. You right. can arrest a police officer on the spot when they choke somebody to death in their house at a party. You can arrest him on that day put him in jail like he's supposed to be and then do your investigation right but every time it happens first of all we never hear the name of the police officer right. if reggie jackson kills somebody his Red name will go all F- over the place the officers we don't know who they are and yeah. you know this is why people have such a problem with it the police officer shouldn't be treated any differently a criminal is a criminal regardless they but they say
1: they're held to a higher standard.
0: They aren't held to a higher standard. They're held to a different standard. Right, right, right. A higher standard means <laughs> that they should be arrested even quicker than us. That's right. what a higher standard is to me. Don't tell me it's a higher standard. When you let them sit and, 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 and you know converse with every attorney in town before they get arrested so they get their story straight, that's right. not a higher standard. That's a lower standard. It that's happens. not a standard. You treat them the same way. I told Chief Flynn when he was a chief. And he looked at me kind of sideways when I said, listen, until you start treating criminal police officers the way you treat other criminals, nobody will respect the police in this country. Right. Right. And that's true to this day with our
1: police officer. I've I, I've I've had to pray and meditate on this police officer that we got right now. I don't even like saying his name because Chief man left a pair of shoes up under his desk, and he just put them on.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness, Marie, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they fit.
1: Hey, hey, hey if it looks like, like a duck, it's probably a duck. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, I I have odds with them. And um, just on the ending note that I'm so proud of just being in a position where even through the coronavirus, we can come together and be on one accord. Because four or five months ago, we never thought we would ever see what we've been witnessing uh in this country and across the world. And um I'm at all and, and I'm all in, you know, uh for this fight. I'm actually going to the rally that they have that they're having at Humble Park today to show my gratitude mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. these young people and and hoping by me actually going to show gratitude to them, it would encourage them to continue to be strategic. And while you all are marching, talk with one another on what, what y'all actually want to see change. It could be one or two things, you know what I'm saying? But have, have something put in place that you can actually do. We marched for 180 days, and every day we had three things that we actually wanted in that axe, knowing that we only was going to get one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So be marching for something. Don't keep marching, and you're not getting anything out of it but exhaustion.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's a good point to end on. You know, it, it has to be focused. Uh, It has to be something that leads to you getting something out of it. Protests don't make sense if you're not demanding something very specific. And uh, I'm hoping that that's a message that people listen to, Maria, uh, that, you know, we begin to see more calls for very specific changes, not these generic changes. And hopefully somebody will start listening. And, you know, if people don't listen, we we just got to start holding people accountable for not listening. Absolutely. All right. So until next time, uh, be safe out there, Maria. Take care of yourself. You know, don't forget, you know, wear your mask. Keep yourself safe. I know social distancing is really tough right now. Uh, But, you know, you got to do everything you can to stay safe. So uh, take care of yourself.
1: And I have been and I will continue. And I'm still pushing that narrative because our numbers are are still growing. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Till next time, Maria. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.